You know, I found him. All I had to do was look up and he's sitting beside me. <laughs> David Loman, a naturopath, welcome along for another Tuesday. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, everyone. And what are we having a chat about today? Well, I thought today we'd talk a little bit about a thing called candida, uh, which is a, an overgrowth of fungus in the bowel, mm-hmm. often caused through antibiotics, and uh, chronic fatigue syndrome, because they go hand in hand, really. They're, they're, two, they're two sides of the same issue, and that's all to do with a bowel dysfunction, gut dysfunction. We'll be finding out about that today, plus inviting your calls if you'd like to be part of the show, 49216216, Health and Wellbeing with naturopath David Lomond at 2NURFM 103.7. Easy listening, 2NURFM 103.7, Tuesday afternoon, Health and Wellbeing with naturopath David Lomond with us. Today we're talking about uh, chronic fatigue syndrome and also candida. Now, for those of us who aren't aware of it, tell us a bit about candida, please, David. Well, candida is a uh, fungal that lives in the gut. And it's normally there, and it's supposed to be there to help digest sugars and do other things within the within the bowel. But it needs to be kept under control. So with our modern diets, what tends to happen is that we've gone totally out of control with candida, and it overgrows in the bowel. It causes thrush in women. So if a woman has an antibiotics, or sometimes even just taking the pill can bring on symptoms of thrush. And and that can be very debilitating for any woman or any man for that matter. So the the way to keep candida under control is to get the liver to function better because the liver supplies the bile which washes through the bowel and actually helps keep candida under control. And you mentioned chronic fatigue syndrome. What are some of the uh, symptoms of chronic fatigue syndrome? Well, the most common one is just exhaustion, just totally exhaustion. And... When we've worked with people with chronic fatigue, the most common thing that's happened is they've had glandular fever or Ross River virus or Burma forest virus or one of the viruses at some time. And some people have had these things three times as reoccurrences because the virus doesn't just go away. It actually lives on in the body and often within the spinal system, but sometimes within the organs of the body. So whenever a person gets run down what tends to happen is that the the condition comes back. And if people keep working and trying to work through those situations, they will often run themselves into a place where their body finds it very, very difficult to recover. And that's what happen, happens with chronic fatigue. So they're just very lethargic and, and no energy really whatsoever? There's nothing they can do about it? Look, right? they might stay Seemingly. in bed all day. You know, and not be any rest, more rested than when they went to bed in the first place. So it's, it's a very, very debilitating condition. And it used to be called yuppie flu because it was, you know, the illness of the 80s and 90s and that sort of thing. But for those people who had it and for those people who get chronic fatigue, it's no laughing matter. Can, it, uh, can you develop it with the onset of overuse of antibiotics? Over the years? I believe so, because the use of antibiotics, and, and it's certainly there in the scientific journals, eventually depletes the lining of the gastrointestinal tract and causes scarring within the small intestine, the villi of the small intestine. So the overuse produces a lot of the current problems that we're seeing in hospitals these days with golden staff and things of that nature, because it weakens our own natural defence forces. So when we use it for a simple common cold, for instance, we're, we're trying to hit a flea with a sledgehammer. Mm. And it really does wipe out the immune system of a person for a short time. And if they haven't got the B-group vitamins in their system to start with, 
their body doesn't always bounce back very well. Now, for those with chronic fatigue syndrome, is there anything we can do naturally that can help? I believe so. When I've worked with people with chronic fatigue, exhaustion, you know, going back 10, 15, 20 years sometimes, it's about, to me, balancing the biochemistry looking at where the biochemistry is and what can be done to rebalance that biochemistry so that we can get the right food into the person because it's critical that they do not eat sugar because sugar feeds candida and that includes too much fruit. Now we know, we've been talking, we spoke last week about hyperglycemia. We know diabetes and the incredible impact that has with the the modern diet that we have now. Is there as many people or is hyperglycemia a lot lower in the amount of people that it impacts on their diabetes? No, hyperglycemia is really, to me, the forerunner of diabetes. Most people are hyperglycemic before they're diabetic. Mm -hmm. So what I find in clinic is that anybody who's got a blood sugar dysregulation problem, and it can be minor, if they don't control it through looking at the right supplements and diet, their system over time will continue to go out and out and out and out. Then they become pre-diabetic, and then they become diabetic. But it, the, the thing is, it's totally controllable. For most people with diabetes, it is very simple to set in place a process to help bring them back if they're willing to change their diet, if they're willing to give up alcohol, for instance, if they're willing to get rid of sugar in their diet and often wheat in their diet because of the nature of what's happened with wheat and the inability of the body to actually control the digestion of wheat effectively. 49216216 is the phone number if you'd like to be part of the program, if you'd like to call through and talk to our naturopath, David Lomond. 49216216. We'll take a short break. When we come back, we'll find out some of the changes that we could make to our diet that could help us in this area. That's 49216216 here at 2 in URFM. We like this part because we're going to try and offer a solution to the problem, and that is to try and what we should be doing to changing our diet to assist us so we don't head down that path with hyperglycemia and then, of course, further down with pre-diabetics. The most important thing to me, Dave, is to be able to design a diet for someone that gets them out of trouble. Mm. You know, yes, we use supplements as well because that's to make up the shortfall of years and years and years of neglect of the right diet. So let's look at what we should be putting a barrier between. And you said wheat. Wheat's very difficult and alcohol. Let's let's just look at those. Wheat's been changed. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so it's yeah. been modified over the last 30 years. Yeah. And it's been modified to such a state that a lot of people have real trouble digesting it. So they get bloating and digestion. They get discomfort. So if you wanted to have bread in your diet, what yep. would you be suggesting? You stay well away from the white... Yeah, and even the even the brown. Yeah. So for some people, they can have a sourdough rye bread, 100% rye bread. For other people, they need to go on to what we call a, a rice loaf, which is a a very simple bread made from rice. It just needs to be toasted really well mm-hmm. because of the taste. We're not used to the taste, but you know we get used to things as we do those things. So someone in severe trouble. That's the sort of way that I go with them to find out, okay, what can they handle and what can't they handle? But if you look at people with, chronic, with um, irritable bowel syndrome, you look at people with ulcerative colitis, you look Crohn's, at Crohn's, Crohn's disease, yeah. you know, a lot of people with J pouches now, they've got bags because they've had part of their bowel removed. Mm. You know, th- these are really critical situations that can be turned around within a short period of time usually as long as it hasn't got too bad. But even after the situation has got bad, they can still turn around 
to rescue what they've got left. Now, what about alcohol? Alcohol affects the liver. I mean, the thing is, alcohol is a poison to the liver. That That's simple. Mm. The thing is, though, that we also like to enjoy ourselves. So there's nothing wrong with having some alcohol as long as you accept it's a poison to the liver. Mm. But if you overdo it, you're going to poison your body over time. Sugar? There's also the sugar in the alcohol. So if it's Mm. the wine, it's also the sugar. It's the sugar and it's the alcoholic content, both of which affect the liver. But some people can get a fatty liver without drinking at all. They can be totally teetotal and still get fatty liver and cirrhosis of the liver because they just have too much sugar because it's all fermenting in their side, their body. Mm. So again, reflux, indigestion, bloating, discomfort, all of those things affect the system and they feed the bugs in the gut that you don't want to feed. What about many, many years ago was a known practice, and some people still do it, of fasting for a period of time. Do you think that's good for the body? Well, fasting was what Hippocrates used to do with people. He used to give them some herbs, he used to give them water, he used to give them uh, fasting, and he used to give them water baths and exercise and things. These are old, ancient techniques of actually helping to heal the body because you take all the pressure off the body. I rarely fast someone. If I'm doing it, it's in conjunction with a whole program of stabilizing their body first and then doing a, a cleanse on them that includes some specifics that will help them to take the next step up the tree and reactivate liver enzymes. That's what I'm trying to do with every client. Mm. We're inviting your calls, 49216216, if you'd like to talk to our naturopath, David Lomond. You can go to the phones now. It's Health and Wellbeing at 2NURFM 103.7. We love your input on the program. You can call us through on 49216216. We've got Mal with us now from Lemon Tree Passage for you, David. Hello, Mal. Hello, David. How can I help? Hey, uh, yeah, I was just saying that I'm, I'm, a, I'm a kidney transplant patient. Twelve right. months ago. Yeah. Very How long ago, ago, Mal? Twelve months ago. Right. I'm seventy-three. Yes. Uh, so I was very lucky. It uh, was a repaired kidney. Um, since then, my energy levels have just gone down and down and down. I was listening to your program on this. I do like my sugar. Yep. But I don't drink. I uh, don't drink alcohol hardly at all. And uh, I look my problems up on the computer the other day and I got the feeling that my testosterone levels are really, really down because I seem to have all those symptoms. Yes. Well, the testosterone will depend on your liver function, Mal. Well, that's coming from the sugar, probably too much yep. sugar. too much sugar. And even yeah. too much fruit can do that. And all of that yeah, well, puts extra pressure on your kidneys as well. Yeah, well, from a sugar point of view, well, uh, soft drinks, uh, a good spoon, uh, half a tablespoon, half a uh, dessert spoon of sugar on cereal. Yep. Uh, coffee and coffee and tea three or four times a day, and we're getting two lump, two hits of sugar. Yep. Things like that. So I know I'm, I know I'm, I'm having too much sugar. Well, the beautiful thing is you can turn it around. Yeah. So even if you come to one of our seminars and just listen and come two well, or three I'd times like and I'd, just listen, yeah, I'd you know, like to do that. I'd like to do that if, if that's possible. Because there's so much information, there's so many CDs out there and DVDs on health, you can go on the YouTube and look them up, you can start Mm. to get into just doing vegetable juices that take all the pressure off your kidneys and off your liver, but you just have to know which ones to use, and usually it's the green ones. 
Okay, well, I see that out on TV about the bullet uh, uh, processing thing where you... Yeah, the, that little one, yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's, it's okay for one person. It's a one-person thing. Otherwise, you can get a blender, which is a bit better. Um, but it yeah. does the job. Mal, how, how do you find yourself, Mal, day to day? Are you very tired? Are you no energy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not sleeping. Uh, I get up in the morning and I'm, I'm basically an active person. I've got, a, I've got a house here that I'm working on and I'm just trying to uh, you know, do the hard work and I, I get to it lunchtime and I'm gone. Yep. Yeah, you, you don't have the, en- the energy to drive the engine, Mal, because mm. the food that you're eating and what you're putting into your body is quick energy yeah. food. Yeah. But it's also overloading your body. It overloads yeah. the cells. Yeah. And it's important to make some dietary changes, I would believe. Well, is there anybody I can see about that? Uh, yeah, look, find a naturopath. Um, I don't know who's close to you there. Yeah. Work yeah. with a naturopath there. Find someone. If you want to get the RBTI done, the biochemical analysis, we can. Do, somebody can do that for you. You know, it's it's the, there's a whole big world out there of possibility. You hold on the line there, Mal. We'll get you some details, and you might be able to get along to the next workshop where you can sit in there and hear what they have to say. I think that would be very beneficial for you. So hold on the line. We'll get those details to you. David will pass that information on to you. And, uh, yeah, Mal is exactly what we've been talking about today, isn't he? And there's so many people there that have these same symptoms, you know, that come into the clinic all the time with similar symptoms. Because it's so rife, we've used so many antibiotics, we've used so much sugar, we've used so much high sugar fruit, because people like the taste. But we forget that there was also sour taste, and there's you know there's all the different tastes that our body needs, mm. not just sweet taste. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back soon. Great to have your company for a Tuesday afternoon. 2NURFM 103.7, 24 to 1, health and wellbeing with naturopath David Lomman. And uh, we were just talking off there. there. It's really about listening to our body. As you were saying there, if we put our finger in a slicer, you'll soon pull your finger out and your body will be saying to you, don't do that. Don't do it. But inside our body, we're getting messages sent to us that we don't seem to listen to or obey. We just want to dull that. If it's a pain, we just want to get rid of the pain. Yeah, or if we're tired, we think, well, what can I do to get energy? You know, so I'll have some sugar because that will give me energy but that's not what the body is actually trying to say the body's trying to say it's overloaded or it's just not coping or something else is going on it needs a change of diet it needs this whole looking at it from the point of view what's the amount of water that i need to drink what's the what's the food i need to eat to actually reinforce the health of my body and there's enough clips on youtube there's dvds there's whole range of different things food matters is out there dirt is out there you know, these DVDs which explain things. Anybody who's drinking diet drinks, for instance, yeah. or chewing chewing gum, which has got artificial sweeteners in it, they really need to look at, at a uh, some clips on YouTube called Sweet Misery. They'd never touch the stuff again. Now, chronic fatigue, people that have got chronic fatigue or ME or something along those lines, are they getting a good night's sleep also or not? Rarely sleep properly. They can sleep too long, but they're not sleeping restfully. Mm. So it's, it's about the whole system is generally out of balance. Some people, though, have chronic fatigue because they're not sleeping well at all. So they'll wake up in the middle of the night. Now, on the Chinese body clock, in, when you look at that Chinese body clock, and this has been in place for thousands of years, you'll see that the gallbladder operates between 11 o'clock in the evening and 1 o'clock 
at night and in the morning, and then the liver takes over between one o'clock and three o'clock. So a lot of people wake up between eleven and one, and one and three, which just means they've overloaded those organs before they went to bed.、Mm. And that's why turning the meals upside down, having a good breakfast, a good lunch, and then a light dinner. Makes a huge difference to people's sleep, but it also makes a huge difference to、uh, people's ability to digest their food. So it's much lighter on the digestive system. Then they're ready for their breakfast in the morning. Now, last Tuesday you had a highly successful forum、We、at did, New Lambton. New Lambton.、Uh, none tonight, but next Tuesday another next one. Next Tuesday another one at New Lambton. Right. So, so anyone who's been listening and who are interested in being part of that, how can they find out more details? Contact Philip. He's、uh, waiting for any calls from anybody who wants to、uh, book in and just come along. It's free,、mm-hmm. so there's no obligation at all. It's it's more about we're there for. It's a any- chance for people to talk to you and tell that you what's wrong with them, and then you can help try and analyze or, or work them out what what you can do to help them. Well, what we do when we start the evening, we put up all the things that people are concerned about on the board, and then. Towards the end of the evening, we go through it and say, "Well, that relates to that, and this is about this, and this is what you would do with this, and this." So everybody gets a chance for their own input into it,、mm-hmm. and that I think is important because people go away and they think, "Well, nobody ever told me that before. I never heard that before. That's not something I knew about."、Mm-hmm. And so what we're trying to do, as much as possible, is impart information, get people educated about the health of their own body and what they can do about it. And if you'd like more details about that, you can call Philip Rankin on o double four triple eight three eight three eight. That's o double four triple eight three eight three eight. Or call us at two and you are a firm. We have that number. We can give that to you, and that will be for next Tuesday's forum. Almost out of time. Thank you so much for today, David. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, everyone. There you go. Health and wellbeing and naturopath David Lomond back next Tuesday here at two and you are a firm one hundred three point seven. Coming up soon. Easy listening favorites with Greg Richard for your afternoon.